0: Welcome back to the podcast, folks. In a sec, we'll crack on with episode 57 with Scottish comedian Billy Kirkwood. But first, a shout out to our sponsors, who are... Inov. Now Inov sponsor the main Teapot One YouTube channel. They specialize in motorcycle dash cam systems. They've got the single dash cam system, which is a C5 and they now do the K systems, the K2, the K3 and the K5, which are front and rear dual camera systems. The K3 and K5 have got onboard remotes. They've got external mics. All the K systems have a full GPS overlay so you can track your route associated with each file. Cracking bits of kit, folks. They literally, once you've fitted them, it's fit and forget. They switch on and start recording as soon as either you turn the ignition or if you have the parking mode enabled, the second they detect any movement of the bike or in front of the cameras, they'll start recording there and then. Head to inov.co.uk, that's I N N O V V.co.uk forward slash TP1 for more info and let them know Teapot One sent you. We are also sponsored by Ultimate Add-Ons. Ultimate Add-Ons are the premium manufacturer of mobile phone and action camera mounting solutions for motorcycles. With a kit for any bike and a proven track record of creating products to keep your devices safe, secure and easily accessible, the Ultimate Add-Ons product range is ideal for any rider from the commuter to the -the round-the-world adventurer. Why shell out an expensive GPS system when you can use your smartphone, keeping it charged and within reach to take photos of your travels at the same time? time. Ultimate Add-Ons waterproof, shockproof, and dustproof tough cases are available for all flagship smartphone models and are designed by riders for riders. Find out why Ride Magazine gives Ultimate Add-Ons their coveted Best Buy certification. Keep riding this winter with Ultimate Add-Ons, it's all about the journey. And if you head to ultimateaddons.com and use the code TEAPOT1 with the number 10, TEAPOT1 with the number 10, you'll get 10% off. And lastly, we are sponsored by the Influencer Store. The Influencer Store helps you build your brand, big or small, providing you with a solution and apparel. We help you to increase your fan base while supporting you with starting your own influencer clothing line with nothing more than just an idea or design, and there are no hidden costs. For more info, come check us out at theinfluencerstore.co.uk or drop us an email at online at influencerstore.co.uk for more information. And the Influencer Store handle all the merch for Teapot One and the podcast, so if you head to teapot1.com, check out the shop, everything there is handled by the Influencer Store. A huge thank you to the podcast sponsors, they really do help to keep things going here, and to all of you over on Patreon too. Folks, if you would like to help out the podcast, or indeed if you want to sponsor an episode, drop me a line, info at teapot1.com or dm me either on instagram at teapot1 insta or facebook facebook.com forward slash teapot1 okay then folks let's crack on with episode 57 billy kirkwood folks welcome back this week's episode we've got billy kirkwood how you doing billy I'm
1: not too bad. Don't worry. I've never heard of me either. So just in case, <laughs> you know, this guy, guy doesn't ride bikes.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> I, but you've got a beard. you got a
1: great beard. I've got a beard, so mate. You know, I, qualify, I qualify. You're I a beard tri- and you're
0: Scottish. You're already right at the top of the queue.
1: <laughs> I had to trim it, actually. They made me trim it. because uh, um, that's, that's a bit uh, weak. I, was, I, was doing, I know. I was doing a, a telly thing and they were like going, can you tidy up the beard just a wee bit? And I was like... <laughs> How much is a wee bit? We went quite a lot. It's like, Aww. okay, you know, you know, what? well, in all fairness to him, like yours is good to look after, mine's just kind of no, gone it's a bit, not Well, kind of it's it was better than mine, it like, just start going all weird directions and stuff. And uh, and they made me clean up a wee bit, but now, ironically, I'm going to be doing this wee short film called Lost Viking, and right. I've got past as a fucking Viking in it. And the first Aww. thing they went is, How's the beard looking? and I went. <laughs> Not, what not, <laughs> not as straggly as it was, mate, Aye. not as straggly as it was, so um, ah, fuck, I don't know how I'm going to get through that, but I get to let my, my grey come in, I'm quite excited about that, uh, although the weird thing is it's one, <laughs> it's like one line of grey. It's like a it's like a skunk at its side. It's like one line and, and nowhere else just one one stupid line like somebody's done me with like a tipex pen or something. So I've got all that to look forward to. Uh,
0: My mine, mine mine started going like that with all these like streaks of grey everywhere. Now it's just it's pretty much just white. Now looks it's good pretty though. Much the way it it's, is, so I'm always
1: that's that's always what I wanted. I wanted a finger click white. I wanted like <laughs> Santa straight away. I don't <laughs> want the bit in the middle where you're looking at yourself trying to I don't know. Do you ever get a fucking idea, idea? We are discussing this. We are discussing. Right aye, of course we are.
0: Oh God, aye, aye, aye no, bother. no bother, <laughs> Um, folks, if you're wondering how Billy and I, how our paths crossed, it's not just because we're both Scottish and you can't fight help club. but know. You fight, fight club. club. Can't we'll talk about that. We Can't we, talk we, about it. we punched fuck a couple of midgets and it was what a time. What a time. <laughs> we both ended up in A and E together. Yeah. <laughs> um I I came on your uh, broadcast, did yes, Which is like your podcast for broad beard oils. You, That's you're right, you're like the the MC for for their podcast. So yes. Uh, Billy asked if I'd come on. We got on, we had a good time and we did. Uh, so I'll put links for that, actually, because it's a funny episode, not for me, it's, but for Billy. And uh, yeah, I thought I'd return a favour and have you on this one. I'm delighted. I'm delighted. So uh, what I normally do on these, Billy, is then I basically just go, what's your name? Where'd you come from? What'd you do? And it's just your sort of pitch, the opening gambit, oh, opening minute wow. or two. And uh, we'll go for there. So Billy right, okay, uh, Cockwood, floor is yours. My name is Billy Kirkwood and I am the greatest comedian that's
1: ever lived. That's all you need to know. I'm the, <laughs> the greatest. I I oh, am I? No. No exactly. How? Fuck, I'm terrible at selling myself. I was good at selling myself for being Saturday night telly. Um <laughs> So what's a good way of putting it? I'm a stand-up comedian. I think that's the best way. Presenter as well. I do a radio show. Uh I do broadcast as well, of course for uh broadbeard. I do some wrestling commentary as well. What am I? I am a I am a fucking idiot tumbling his way through life like a bin bag full of tits down a hill. There's no plan. There's no plan. It's just, you know, it's some horrible things have happened to me. What do you need to know about me? The shortcuts. I'll be knocked out by an emu. That's happened. Uh, <laughs> what?
0: No, come on! Right. I was We well, right, got gotta go back there. Right, we just,
1: just. Well, do you know you can't take a selfie with an emu? Don't ever try. You're basically you're fighting <laughs> neck and nothing else. And this one pinged me right, didn't me right in the middle of the head when I was trying to take a <laughs> selfie. Caught me and I was out for about 10 seconds That story's <laughs> came up about three times in the last week I have no idea why uh, I went to a safari park So that's what I do really um, Obviously everything's been shut down in the last year in terms of gigs mm. Been out there um, doing um, uh, doing online stuff more what have you? Done some driving gigs But getting back out doing gigs now And that's it, that's my philosophy of life Just a energetic, happy kind of guy Happy I'm yeah. Scottish I'm Scottish, I can't say I'm happy Come on <laughs> I can't he say I can't get away with that. I think I think they'll come and get my passport if I say that. So um outwardly cheery. No, that's still that makes me sound worse, does not it? Makes, outwardly cheery.
0: That makes me so, you sound you like, sound a bit mental in Scotland I mean, if you say I'm outwardly cheery. Oh yeah,
1: he's a, just a
0: cheery boy. Don't go <laughs> oh, near he's him. He's a dafty. Don't near, he's a dafty. Don't
1: go near, don't go near him. he will have a knife on him. Come here a minute. <laughs> only, only in Scotland can that phrase be a threat come come me here a minute. Come here a minute. <laughs> no, you're all right. All <laughs> <Right. laughs> don't go anywhere near them. It's like, let's have a look at your bike. Don't go near them. Don't get near the bike. I
0: mean, uh, when I first came to Glasgow, it was my first experience of what colour are you? And I was like, what do <laughs> you mean? What do you mean? Um, I was from Aberdeen, and, but I was totally ignorant to the whole football oh, thing. Totally hey, ignorant. I am. Um, it's weird for me because I grew up in the west coast of
1: Scotland in Ayrshire, mm-hmm. uh, uh, but my family are Irish right and on both sides of <laughs> the so it's like it's when i got asked that question as a kid that that was so confusing so, so what what color are you are you angels or celtic or uh, I, I don't i don't know <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not i'm not exactly sure it's, it's never really uh, come um, up uh, yeah one, one granny eats her biscuits a uh, certain way and another granny eats her biscuits another way have the idea uh, and it's such an alien concept cuz also the um, Oh, without going into it, the the original lodge is like ten miles away from where I live. It's such a weird it? thing, man. Aye, it's well, the one in Culloden is that the original one? I've got pro- a clue. They probably say that they're probably full of shite. You know <laughs> what I mean? Uh, um, they're, they're probably full of shite. But um, all right, well that's it. Really, that's it. Uh, um, it's one of those weird things about being in Scotland, or when you're when you're from Scotland and you're not from Glasgow. You know this hmm. being from Aberdeen. Aye. Oh. People kind of get their head around it if you're not from Glasgow or Edinburgh. I like, well, there's there's more. What? No, well, there's more. What are you on about? It's like, oh, I'm from Aberdeen. What part of Glasgow is that? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? So I'll, I'll level with you. If anyone's ever seen me anywhere outside of Scotland, you know, full well, I always just say Glasgow because it's just easier. Absolutely. It's just easier, isn't it? Aye, um, definitely. Um, even, even over in Canada, from Glasgow. But it's interesting when you meet someone who's from Glasgow somewhere else. You go, i from Glasgow. Oh, no, you'll know. <laughs> no, you're no.
0: Aye. Oh, they know straight away. No, They're suspicious way. straight away.
1: It's a secret code. Where are you? No, but where are you from? You go, I'm from Ayrshire. <laughs> secret safe for me, son.
0: Don't worry about it. Secret. Because they know. They know. I So you're saying in Canada, you've played all over the place, haven't you? I was reading up I about mean, you. You've played everywhere. I've been very lucky. I've been
1: very, very lucky. I don't see for... for for good or for bad I'm not sure um, um, I don't say no To many things <laughs> It's <serious. laughs> so why I've got three kids Um, um <laughs> i will be very, very lucky. Um, yeah, I've got to, I've actually got to, I was trying to figure this out. I've got to go tours of Canada three times. Um, and I've done gigs in the banks of Lake Malawi um, for the wow. Lake of Stars Festival. Got a gig in North America. Um, so I've been very lucky. And don't get me wrong, there's still plenty of countries, hopefully, once this, you know, we're all, all vaccinated right. through the Wahoos and what have you, um, which isn't where they give you the injection, just in case anyone's wondering. But, um, um, yeah, I've kicked all over. Canada was incredible because I loved Canada. You ever been? Oh, you have. Aye. I Aye.
0: Have, Yeah, sort of in the west, west side, I went yes. up to, is it Montreal in the middle? Or was that yes, Winnipeg? Indeed. In the middle. And uh, then I well, headed west from there. Well,
1: you see, it's it's a weird thing because I I didn't even know where we were going in Canada. Someone else is paying for it. Do you know what I mean? You go where you're told. And all I knew I was going to Toronto, we did a, a Toronto's, oh, Catherine's, which is down by uh, Ni- Niagara, not far uh-huh. away from Niagara Falls, uh, if that helps Indy, uh, Windsor, places like that. Um, I'd always wanted to go to Montreal to the Just for Laughs festival, which is a difficult one for Scots to get into, um, but I haven't, I haven't done it yet. Uh, the only re- the only reason I um, and the reason for that is It's kind of how I got into stand up. They used to show loads of stand up on TV from like the Just for Laughs Festival. I remember. And it. on Channel Four, they just used yeah. to show videos like Robin Williams live at the New York Met. Who's my guy? Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember watching that, and going, "That I want to do that." Then about 20 years later, <laughs> I think I finally did it, you know, um, but they always have a big gala there. And it was like, oh, I'd love to go to Canada. And it's, as you know yourself from traveling, everywhere is so different in terms mm. of like Montreal is so much more different to Toronto. Um, Because Toronto is almost like, oh, what's the way, what's the way of putting it? Well, Montreal is practically France. It's 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 so weird there. Um but I loved it, man. I loved touring across Canada again to meet different people. You get to meet you get to meet Scottish people that have moved there, which is wonderful. You get to meet the Canadians who are the most chilled out. Aye. I I I'm not this makes it sound terrible, man. That makes it sound like Scottish people are up for a fight at any given time. But their idea of a wild night and our idea of a wild night are two <laughs> completely different things. <laughs> You're like, oh, two beers. I better go home. And you're like, are you (laughs) joking? (laughs) That's not even filled a shoe, mate. Let's keep this going. (laughs) Um, And uh, and I love that. But occasionally you meet somebody like, oh, we've got a guy here that works here called Jock. Hey, someone get Jock. And you get this 80-year-old that left. Cotebridge when he was three or something <laughs> like, hey it's me Jack and it's like oh my god <laughs> um, and I always have the same uh, it's like I, I I knew a guy from uh, Ayrshire called uh, Jock McLinty do you know him? and I've always got the same answer aye he owes me money <laughs> just to see <laughs> just to see if I'll put them in the bag for, he owes me money you speak to Jock but uh, um, <laughs> but, the, but it was it was amazing to do comedy there because I do I have to alter how i do things different in england and i would do things maybe not so much ireland and northern Mm -hmm. england i would say it's a little different if you get down to london if you're doing liverpool and if you're doing places like that even birmingham to a degree i've got to slow down a wee bit but it's not that bad but no not so much with the scousers that has to be said sometimes i can't believe that we occupy the same island and if you can get a scotsman and a scouser talking together it's like what like it's amazing, become... isn't
0: it, on such a tiny little wee island? How how like the dialects change so yeah. drastically, and then you go to short Montrose, Then you go you to like love... Montrose here. And you're like, <laughs> no, have, you been, have you been up to Peterhead, Fraserburgh, up there? With yes. All Doric? <laughs> oh my god, that's my country. That's where I'm from. Well, In Between right. Peterhead and Fraserburgh. <laughs> then, then you know.
1: Then I don't need to tell you. Sometimes it's like we occupy. We're from the same country. Uh, <laughs> What's going on? It was uh, like, like, who's your oh, uh, For the f- first time, I heard "Who's your dues, I was confused as hell. I was, <laughs> I was on a back foot, going, "I think, I think I'm about to get lynched." I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> How are my pigeons? What? what? Uh, what? Was a, there was a big smiley face. It's like, I'm, t- I, What's happening here? Is he flirting with me? I'm not sure. Who's uh, flirting dues. with me? Yeah. <laughs> so then, um, then you get to yeah. So Canada. The Banks on uh, going and doing gigs in Malawi was incredible. Um, how did that come about? Like, oh my goodness, well, there's a thing called the um, I'm gonna get the name wrong, I think called the David Livingston Foundation, right? Dr. Livingston, oh my, I'm gonna to screw, screw that up. I think I'm, I bet i, f- I fucked up, <laughs> but it, <laughs> it, it came from there's this thing called uh Lake of Stars, which is um a big festival out there. I, uh, I assume it's not happened in a couple of years because I have everything that's going on. And what they do is they get artists across from all around the world. They get musicians, uh, they get actors and filmmakers, and they wanted to bring a contingent from Scotland. Uh, and I was chosen to be the comedian. Now, I'll level wow. with you. That was not the phone call I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> to do. Where Malawi have you seen my act? Like, I just kept wondering where, wh- where does that come from? You know? Um, <laughs> but, uh, but if yeah, it was, it was legit. It was through creative Scotland. Uh, they went, listen, there's not really any money in it for you, but we're going to pay your way. What experience is going to be, you're going to get a par diem, which is some cash every day to be there, yeah. which I, mm-hmm. I gave, I actually gave all the way to like a local orphanage, every single penny. Um, but that was the thing, man. It was also such a cult. I mean, the flight on its own and I'm on my own and I'm going to Malawi and it's just like to do dirty jokes and people are like this is weird <laughs> this this is weird like I've told as many people as I can just so they know this is definitely happening you know I'm not waiting like yeah, to join a cult or something
0: and expect me home kind of thing yeah.
1: and they, you will expect me home all I knew that a guy that I worked with a promoter was going to be there so I went so there's somebody there that I know you know hmm. Hang on! Did you hear
0: that? I, I thought I did, though. Are you alright, Heather? Is that your dog and your wife?
1: That, that was my dog and my wife. Uh, I don't. I don't know what you're insinuating. <laughs> Hang on.
0: <laughs> that came out my mouth before. I thought about all it. Right. <laughs> Hello.
1: Yeah, my wife shut herself. Sorry, it's my wife's <laughs> birthday today. I should say as I'm recording. Um, don't, don't Happy, feel birthday. About it. Happy birthday! Happy yeah, birthday! Don't, don't feel bad about it. She's got the I've trapped her. I've given her three kids. She's <laughs> gone nowhere. She's gone nowhere. She's gone to the bed. <laughs> but uh, so I went across to do Malawi. Malawi, Malawi, aye. And this was actually, and how ironic it be during this time. This was actually when the Ebola outbreak was happening. Oh, jolly good! So I was getting so temperature checks was like uh, but the but the the thing is when you're at Lingawi Airport which is the one you get to to go to to drive five mile uh, five hours to get to yeah. Malawi I mean it's such a culture change first of all I've been given a list of things not to say <laughs> like these are things you cannot do on stage even like casually can't even talk about um wow. so i was already kind of on edge a wee bit and then they're doing temperature checks and this voice kept going in my head what if, you, what if you're just what if you're too warm what 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 does happen like i don't know i don't <laughs> out I, the back bang <laughs> I, exactly i don't know Well, I, I kept panicking um and then um and it was fine we got in and they put us in a bus and it's funny because i'm in this bus and this is finally when we this is a word for word true story what happened we're getting on the bus and he's handing his cash uh, So we're getting we're going, well, What's this? And he went, just so you know uh, There's a very good chance We're going to get held up at one point, but don't worry It's been pre-arranged. Sorry? Sorry? Like, what, Welcome to Africa. Yeah, well what does that mean? And he went, listen, there's going to be a roadblock Guy's going to come on, give him your money Everyone gets off. It's fine It's it's literally, it's literally practically a toll It's all been agreed, yeah. but officially yeah. We're going like, oh, and I'm sitting next to a guy that's a writer for the Guardian, <laughs> and already an at this point, and this guy's crap. And he's a lot of them were there just as liking. like, like they was journalists and all this kind of thing. It's like why you're here, and they're like, well, it's a you know it's a festival in Malawi because you've got a revenue, and it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> um, but it was, um, and then I ended up sharing a um, a, a room with a, a a poet called Michael Peterson. I only say that because me and Michael could not be two further apart individuals. If we tried, right? But um, we just we're, even now we're friends because it's like, mega. You, you'll have known this from your travels when you're just sitting there and you you just suddenly go, "What is going on? How did this happen?" You know, it's just <laughs> yeah. what what are those kind of situations? And uh, um, and to be, I, you know, you're in trouble when you're getting coached about don't go near the monkeys. <laughs> if a monkey drops in your path go the other way because like, they're what? up for a fight kind oh, of. They, they will they will fucking rip me apart like a wet no. you know they, Like not even considering so uh, I was there for a few days um, I did uh, I did stand up in front of 5,000 Malawians If that's their name uh, I didn't go for a swim in the water Where they said something could swim up your penis I didn't do that <laughs> um, I still remember when I was getting my jabs It's called do you want the jab in case it goes up there? It's like, uh, no, alright, I'll just stay out of the yeah, water Yeah, exactly anyway, <laughs> You might not be able to resist It's like I'm a grown fucking man I reckon I can resist
0: Going yeah. for a splash Thank you very much uh, You went in didn't you You went for a swim Oh yeah you know, <laughs> Just put my
1: feet in Just to show them I'm a rebel And <laughs> uh, I, uh, uh, I did improv With this class This acting class That came This um, theatre group But it turned out They couldn't actually perform Because the stage Was a little disorganised In that respect um, right. They, I ended up doing This improv class For like four hours Completely impromptu In and, and a, and a, and a Room, a h- kind of hot, really. That was on this resort, um, drinking Sprite because I wasn't allowed to drink the water because I had the sign of disclaimer <laughs> saying I wouldn't drink water unless it was bottled. Um, and they ran out of water, so I was drinking Sprite <laughs> brushing my teeth with Sprite. Um, and then, uh, and these these guys, bless them, they were nicely. So we saw you on stage last night. We don't know much about comedy and just learning about them and them learning about yeah, me yeah. and just l- laughing for Brilliant. four hours was just... And that's the thing. We There was times where it's like, we can't understand anything. Like, background, schools, references. Like, there was just stuff that made no sense. And that is... I mean, that's what I like more about anything is, is, is learning different things and, and going a different way with them and just being able mm-hmm. to bring a little bit of light in people's lives. And, and that shouldn't have happened. Those are my, those are my favorite experiences from, from comedy. The little things like this can never happen again. This Bye. can never happen again. It's creating memories. I think that's it. And he's finally got there to answer what I was up to.
0: <laughs> but I mean, like listening to, to what you do for a living, you know, when you it's hard like for for me i i give the occasional little talk about my my trip and stuff to different yeah. bike clubs and that and you have to adapt it to the room because just yeah. on on what the room's like Completely. But you're dealing with people's senses of humour, and everyone's got a different type of sense of humour. And then now yeah. you're doing it in like Malawi and other countries where, you know, Americans, different parts of America have different sense of humour. Yeah, don't you? the South's different to the East Coast, which is different to the West Coast. One hundred percent. Canada's totally polar to yeah. America. So, like, how do you judge it all? Is it just I, when you get there, see how it goes? Do
1: you know there's a little bit of that? Sometimes there's also a little bit of like, well, this is it. You know, this is it. Uh, this is the this is the uh, uh, the danger. Is they might not like me. They might not get it. Right. I mean, I've been booked for some corporate gigs where they went, right? Yeah, we've seen you before. We love you. Let's get you to do your thing. And I do my thing. I do exactly what they've wanted. And they went fucking hated that. And you're like, well, why did you book me then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> uh, did you prep anyone? Because it's funny. Because the number of people you'll get going, ah, oh, we love you. Come and do stand up at my wedding, and I have to go. You don't want me to do stand-up at your... Think about this. You don't (laughs) realise it. You don't realise it. You've seen me in a comedy club environment or a theatre or a festival or something... Your wedding doesn't want that. Your wedding wants to get drunk and talk about Auntie Sadie jumping on the bouncy castle web about or something. Do you know that's that's what they want? But in terms yeah. of judging it, man, it's I, I pride myself and I look at it as being a positive and a weakness that at the same time, a weakness for maybe my career developments, but also a positive for the nights and the experiences as um, I, I like to consider myself to be quite diverse. That I can change. Now, Aye. That brings its own stresses. Don't get me wrong; There's nothing worse about you. you're doing you're doing wrestling commentary one day, and then you're doing stand up to the, you know in the stand comedy club or Hall Water or somewhere like that. Another day, and then you're doing a kids family friendly show. On like a, <laughs> it's not like I can go; I can write this gag on a Monday, and I'm using this gag all week. Uh, so you, you do have to judge it. I mean, but sometimes that can that can. That can be a negative. Like if you look at a room and go, oh, these guys all look like assholes. Well, it's my job to make them laugh. Oh, it's yeah. my job to chill them out. And even though I could be the polar opposite to someone, it doesn't necessarily mean we can't share an experience and humor and have a good time. Do you know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. you, you think about it if there's a if there's a and I hate using this phrase, but you think about it if there's a tragedy. You know what I mean? If something bad mm-hmm. happens, me and a, a guy who is a polar opposite are gonna both run towards whatever the problem is and help. Mm. And we just do that naturally and kind of comedy and emotion all kind of come from this. It got a bit deeper than I was planning to with this. (laughs) (laughs) No,
0: I saw it. Diamond, diamond.
1: It kind kind of comes from the same place. It's like if somebody, somebody might not find me funny because I exist and there's nothing I can do about that but I'm also not going to apologize for that. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's, it's, it's weird. Like you will get people that are trying to go, Oh, can he stand up prick? He's so unfunny. You ever seen him do stand up? No. And I've heard that about loads of comedians that I love. You know, people will say that to me. It's like Aye. that Frankie Boyle, he must be, it's Frankie's actually probably one of the most prominent ones. Cause I think people are always expecting me to say he's like a real bastard of a guy or something. They go like, Oh, what's that Frankie Boyle like about? He's an arsehole. Frankie's a really lovely dude. He's a really nice guy and he's yeah. he's helped me in the past and I know he's helped other comics and he's a really good guy. But in terms of judging a room, hey, it's always nice to be prepared if you can be prepared. You know, um, you're there to do a job and it's nice to be ready for that. If there is a bunch of old ladies in the front row, let's talk to them. Maybe we're not going in with finger banging straight <laughs> out the gate. You. you know, that they were one to address them and make them feel more happy. Or I, I use that i use that as an example because I remember doing a gig and there being a really old lady at the front and going, it's going to be some bad language and I'm going to be going, all throttle. We okay with that? <laughs> before, I even, before I even did anything. I, even, I think I said hello to everyone. and go, just before I start... Madam, I don't mean to single you out, <laughs> but. but everyone here is wondering <laughs> if, if it's going to be okay if I talk. Yeah. And she was like, go for it. And then she went, go for it, son permission given let's have ourselves a good time um because and you know the thing is if she'd had any insecurities or even if she was like i don't really want to be here or i've been made a big deal of now i feel part of it and Mm. um and i think people naturally assume that all comedians are arseholes i think to a certain degree like we're we're completely thick-skinned we don't care whether it's just there to do her act or whatever it's like no every comic i know every good comic i know cares about their audience and cares Mm -hmm. about how the gig went if don't get me wrong I know these guys and it's the same in any industry that just you know come in put the tape in press play they don't they don't care.
0: regurgitate the same old Just rega- yeah. yeah
1: it's like I've I've worked with those guys I mean guys are still talking about steps you know or it's, I'm not joking I, I I'm, I'll never mention his name but about two years ago I remember doing a gig with a guy and I'm talking about S Club 7 and I fell off my seat laughing <laughs> but for all the wrong reasons like S Club 7 what the fuck that was his reference you know like not wow. even a not even a funny way I mean they're into all these bands like S Club 7 and I'm like what the fuck he's you not know, changed these gags since 1998 you you know, um, probably still thinks Jeff Capes is the world's strongest man or something. Aye, um, absolutely, but uh, uh, no, it's it's important to judge your your crowd. And hey, it makes it it makes it more exciting. Every day works a little different. Every oh god, day, yeah, yeah every day is <laughs> terrifying. But that's the cool thing. <laughs> <It's> fucking <laughs> terrifying. I mean, like, and 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 I like using that a little bit because that nervous energy. I mean, there is like, oh my god, I'm so prepared. Are they going to laugh? Like, oh Jesus, I've no idea. <sighs> You're here now this is what you put in all the work for. Right. Let's have a good time. Let's, let's have a good time. And, and and that's, and that's it really. And Hey, I love nothing better than if you've got someone in the front row is sitting with a face like Fizz and you can't, you know, the thing is you can't judge people because a guy might sit there and I don't, I don't pish myself when I'm watching Only Fools and Horses, but mm. I, I really like Only Fools and Horses, you yeah. know, um, but the number of times you went, "Are you, all right? you, you are staring at me like a skid mark on a towel, <laughs> are you all right? And the guy went, oh, son, I'm fine, I'm having a good time. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. just as long, happy. <laughs> as long as you're happy. It, it kind of relaxes everyone, you know, aye, aye. Um, um, and it also reminds them that you can't actually see them. <laughs> you can I can physically actually see you. So, uh, um, but that's the excitement for me, man, it's, uh, um It's just doing the different gigs and doing a different style of gigs. And you know two audiences are the same. I Mm. just think that's the most wonderful job in the world in that respect. And uh, God, how boring would it be if you always knew it was going to be easy?
0: Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because you'd you'd just fall into that trap, wouldn't you? Of of just regurgitating the same thing. There'd be no, I imagine there would be no, there'd be no challenge to it. You know it works, just bang it out. You've got to adapt it all the time
1: there are comics out there that I'm sure like have the confidence I mean it's a little different I guess if you've got a massive following mm. like you know people are there to see you um, like I can understand that but you're still in these other pressures of well, this is going to be good you right. know because you, you don't yeah, want to yeah, be yeah. like Jimmy Carr doing a gig to like 10,000 people and no laughing <laughs> it's like <Yeah>. you know <laughs> that that brings its own problems um, but uh, that's yeah, going to be yeah. horrific
0: like yeah. the, the, I've heard like Joe. I listen to a lot of Joe Rogan, obviously, and he's always going on about it. Like yes. when, when you when you die, when you when you have a real—is that what they call it? When you die, the dying on dying, your hole, yeah, dying. dying. Yeah. And, it, and it sounds like it doesn't matter if you're the most successful comedian out there. Everybody will have that moment oh. when it when you die. Certainly, Every... when you stand it's got to be horrific to go through. Ah, man, yeah, it
1: is. <laughs> like, um, but I'm laughing for. I kind of gets weird. Like, I guess if it were, if it happens randomly, then hundred percent. I mean, um, but you also kind of find a way of dealing with it, and you really, you kind of start. I don't want to say you start relishing it, but you kind of <laughs> do. Like, I, if there were any young comics or any new comics listening to this, if you are dying on your hole, feel free to mention it, but don't make it look. Don't let it cripple you. You Got know, you. Uh, uh, don't let it cripple you because. Hey, I've done gigs and I've, and I've went, this is, you guys are quiet. I didn't break into your house. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's fucking came here. I mean, he's, you look like you're waiting on me starting juggling fucking, you know. And, um, and even then it kind of relaxes people like, oh, he's he knows this. <laughs> he, he's, he's aware of this. And it kind of relaxes. But man, those are the gigs you learn from. Like the first gig I ever did, ever, um, went really well. Like the first gig I ever did went really well. I've watched it back since and I've watched it with my fucking hands just going, oh God, (laughs) oh, I'm awful. Um, But I remember I did that gig and then at that gig I got booked for one the following night and I was like, I've made it. I've I've made it. Sold. It's easy. Fucking, this is so easy. I'm going to write and I made every mistake. Like every mistake you can make. I went, I'm going to write a new set it just taken me the best part of three months to write five minutes. But I'm going to I'm gonna bang one out in a night and I'm going to memorise it and I'm going to be ready. Uh, and then I did a gig in a place called the Tartan Rose in Paisley. I'll never forget this. And I died in my hoop. Like oh. I made every fucking mistake you could make. Uh, but then the guy gave me a tenner after it. For a, <laughs> thank you very much, sir. So thanks for coming. Yeah. I remember thinking like, oh, I want this now. I want this. It'd be like, I guess when like a football striker you know, he gets that gets that goal from the the the, the center line, gets that All goal right. and he's always chasing it. He's always All chasing right. to do that again. Um and so there's a little bit of that and it made me go, this this is not gonna be easy. I'm gonna knuckle down and I'm gonna I'm gonna make this happen. And and that's it. And but then you do also these, there is nothing better than kind of religion down your, time on your <laughs> Especially when his gig's like, like oh, this, this isn't going well for anyone. <laughs> like, when you leave a gig going, oh man, that did not go well. Ach, at least the other guys will rip it. Yeah. Good on them. And then later on that night, you text your pal that was on, how did the rest of the gig go? Mate, you were the highlight. How the fuck was that the highlight? <laughs> it was like people ripping up chairs and like, oh no. Send, Setting fire to the raffle, and this was a—I'm not mentioning what gig it was, but this was a charity gig. This was a,
0: charity. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember you started a riot at a charity. Yeah, well, <laughs> kind of. What, what?
1: I'll tell you. Fuck it. I might as well tell. You, I won't tell you the charity, but it was. Uh, um, you know who Jim White is? Do you know who Jim White? The former... He's a football pundit on... Oh, yes. um, Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, He used to be on the telly and everything. Yeah, yeah, got you. He used
1: to be on the telly. I think he's on Sky now. And uh, it was a charity gig and it was going to be us and some uh, ex-footballers doing a... um, uh, whatever they do sportsman's dinner kind of chat right? and uh, already we're going this is not going to be good this is not <laughs> going to be good but fuck it let's see what happens and and I went so what's it you want me to do you want me to host oh no 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 we've got Jim White to be host he hosts every year don't worry about it they love Jim White they love him to bits you, <laughs> don't you worry about it they love him and um, so gets to the start of the night and I think I think I'm first on because I think I'm going on to another show straight after it and, uh, and I'm saying at this table already with at round tables. People are nice enough, but I'm still kind of like going, why am I here? Why is this guy with a beard and tattoos? And I don't know. I swear there was a nun up the back. I'm not even joking. I swear there was nuns up the back, uh, the, the whole shebang. And they go, anyway, right. Let's, and now, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Jim White. And I've never heard fucking booing like it in my Seriously. life. They, fuck you, Jim White, people. <laughs> <laughs> People, so no, run are fucking ruin the telly. They're just they're letting them have it. And I'm like, holy shit! And I, originally, I'm like, oh, I'm misunderstanding. This is banter, and he's like, hi everyone, Jim White here. Fucking up. The guy, a wee old man that was docile next to me is going, oh, no, this, no, this fucking cunt again. I was like, what? <laughs> this guy's like ninety, can barely move, and the only thing He's oh coming to is, So, um so it's Matt and and they went how do you want to be introduced I just went special guest one of the guest comedians for the night you're gonna love Mm. him Billy Kirk nothing more than that I don't need anything anything more this arsehole has like found some article or some CV thing or something somewhere and is reading out every last thing and I'm like oh Oh. fucking god and he was in children's TV show School of Silence and it's like oh for fuck's sake (laughs) Uh, they probably think I'm going to be coming up here with Orville the duck or something, you know? Um, and um, and I get up, and like I say, it just goes, all right, maybe at best. <laughs> I got through it, 15 minutes. A couple of bankers did not nail early on, and I'm like, oh, this, no. is <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is going to be a shift.
0: Yeah, yeah. This is going
1: to be a shift. But hey, I did my bit. I got a nice enough clap. People seemed to enjoy it, and away I went. Then later on that night, I heard like... Uh, By the time by the time the sportsman got on, who I kept going, Hey, listen, this isn't my gig. Everyone here's to see these sportsmen. Apparently by that time, it was a full blown fucking riot. People getting up on chairs going, Hey, will you just be quiet down the back? Fuck you (laughs) and stuff. So Jesus. um, those are the gigs that I love. <laughs> Some made because you're like, well, I did all right then. I did all right then.
0: <laughs> yeah, get your I, money, get I, out, I ra- job done.
1: I raised my money for the charity. I raised my <laughs> money for the charity. You, you should have tried harder. <laughs> <laughs>
0: nah, it's your fault, not mine. It's your fault. I. Um, they
1: were they were all right when I was on
0: right shall we crack on with with questions because there's loads you- i want to chat about about what we've already covered here but i know from yes, past experience people's questions take us down paths that we can chat about everything that we've okay, sort of covered so cool. far right so first of all we'll go to uh the clan over on patreon so it's patreon.com forward slash teapot one first one neil davis straight out the gate billy connolly or frankie boyle oh billy connolly absolutely Sorry, frankie <laughs> Sorry, Frankie. He's the daddy.
1: He's, he's the, he's, um, if there is any comedian, I would say, uh, even, even comedians that are into very different or very diverse types of style of comedy from the UK, um, and again, I, I mean that with great love. I love all styles of comedy. But if anyone mm. says they were not influenced by Billy Connolly, they're a fucking liar. If you Bye. turn around to me and you say, oh, no, 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 Bill Hicks is where I got my inspiration. You're a clown. Fuck off. I guarantee your dad listened to Billy Connolly albums. I guarantee you you watched them on Parkinson. He's the Absolutely. dad. He always was. He always will. He, he, even his last stand-up album where uh, Parkinson's has taken... I don't yeah. want to say he's taken a hold mentally because it hasn't but physically he's not yeah. who he was I saw him I saw I, him live
0: on that tour my wife and I went and saw a, him
1: an absolute um, uh, an absolute triumph it's fantastic mm. it probably is one of his best uh, all round shows I think yeah. Uh, yeah Billy's the daddy Billy's the daddy and always will be sadly I wish I'd taken a different stage name <laughs> <laughs> because there people that go oh, you're like Billy Connolly if you him off wish fuck off <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> It's I brilliant. wish I had the attention, but I look like i look like a melted in the post. They were to me like early and I turned up uh, with a third nipple or something. But um no, he's still a daddy. No no disrespect to Frankie. He is a, a legend and an icon uh, in Scotland still. Yeah.
0: Nice one. Nice one. Next one, Raven's Head Rider. To you both. What makes you laugh? Oh wow. Wow. Um I quite can I laugh at anything.
1: Like I really I have no I mean, I could laugh at anything. I I was laughing at a video for a good 10 minutes this morning of a a kitten farting in its mum's face. And I was just like, "It's it's perfect. That's everything that makes me laugh. I I, I I laugh at the idea of pushing my mate through a hedge on the way back from school.
0: It's <laughs> the street going. When you're 44, yeah, I'm the yeah, same. Yeah. Oh mate, I don't, mate, if I can do it now, like
1: see, see, when you're a kid and you get pushed through a hedge, you just get a wee bit of a bollocking, <laughs> man. That's salt. That's assault. Um, uh, what makes me laugh? <laughs> my kids made me laugh. I, 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 I love the inventiveness and diversity that kids have, and their brains just like they just oh, just they're willing to suspend disbelief. That makes me laugh. I love dirty jokes. I, I think my favorite thing is, uh, silly grounded in everyday life. When the mm-hmm. tragedy happens in everyday life, I think that Aye. just that just makes me laugh. The absurd. It shouldn't be there. Like, from getting knocked out from an emu to getting like, I mean, that that happened. And that shouldn't have happened in my day and that happened. Or, you know, if you you shut yourself on a seesaw or you look over and there's a guy and he's got like... As you do,
0: as you do. yeah
1: I I, I shut myself on a seesaw at a sexual birthday party two weeks ago. Um, And see, and I'll tell you this now, see when you're a grown man and you shut yourself on a seesaw, nobody runs to help you. (laughs) You're right, like, Uncle Billy. Uncle Billy's going home. Uncle I wasn't Billy's... expecting that. I'm sorry. I'm doing that crying that sounds like a straw on In and Out McDonald's. Fuck man, just lowest I've ever. This is the lowest you've ever been. Leave, leave the party. <laughs> wow, stuff like that that makes me laugh. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I'm more likely not to laugh. Uh, I'm more likely. I'm more likely to laugh than not laugh. Is, yeah, yeah if I see <laughs> what else you do yeah if I see an attempt at human tragedy oh fuck man I am that that'll laugh at you know and it'll be for the stupidest reason you know you can't you can't even look at me <laughs> oh this is that's is so awkward. God, imagine if someone started laughing. Oh, and I'm done. It's in the seed sown. It's yeah, good done. Like, oh, so, Did you see Billy? He looked really emotional, all red faced and sweating. I didn't even he was know, just I didn't, about holding it in. I didn't even know he liked Dalek that much. <laughs> Can't even talk to me at the end. Can't even talk to me at the end. Um, So that that's kind of my thing. I mean, um, if I were to say, if if you were asking the question from TV shows or from people to watch, uh, Robin Williams is my favourite comedian of all time. Um, But um, I've always got to say, it's always sunny in Philadelphia is probably my favourite TV show. If you've never seen, no, never seen it. My journey into that was wrestling because I toured with Rowdy Roddy Piper, the wrestler. Years ago, when he did a uh, before he died, passed of course. Right, uh, he did a, he did a spoken word tour, and uh, and I was the warm up for him, and um, and he mentioned that he was in an episode. I hadn't really given it much attention. I don't really like like a laugh at bits of the Office, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't say the Office is a go to watch for me. Yeah,
0: do you know it. what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it,
1: I you. When 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 Jim puts. Dwight's stapler in the jelly and is just tremendous comes in dressed like him one day and all that like that I find is funny but the rest of it I couldn't I couldn't tell you who's who I couldn't tell you what happens but uh, it's always sunny is again it's kind (laughs) of we're all arseholes at the end of the day and it just kind of focuses on how people are just arseholes desperate. (laughs) Losers is what we all are. And I've got to say, if you've never given it a shot, it's about it's about 13 seasons in. So wow. I'd maybe take a shot at an episode somewhere in the middle and see what you like. Okay. Um it's uh, there's there was a there was an, a wrestling episode that I went, I'm gonna watch that. And uh, um and yeah, I just like, I fell in love with it. That's probably my go-to, I fancy a laugh. And it? it's like, it can be a hard and very un-PC times, but fuck me, is it funny? I Danny love DeV- that. Danny DeVito love is amazing in it. Danny DeVito is amazing in it. He's Frank Reynolds is my favourite character on TV, like honestly. I
0: hate I hate political correctness. I really do. I'm like, you know, I'm a grown-up human being. I can make my own mind up about something yeah. as to whether I think that's humour or is mm. it. Vicious assault, verbal yeah. assault on someone because of something. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I, I just not. I, I kind of. I, I just hate the way we're all being told. This is what you must think about something. This is what mm. you must say about something. It's like it's hu- humor. It's human instinct, isn't it, to have a laugh? And yeah, definitely, wants to I, insult other people? Do they? Um, I think certainly some great things have
1: happened from political correctness, certainly in the in the real world. But in mm. terms of comedy, I always come down Aye. for it. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, there has been some missteps. Like I get, I get the world moves on. I get what we say now. We can have said twenty. I understand. Yeah. I yeah, always yeah. come from you know. Uh, it doesn't come from a place of hate. Like if it doesn't come from that's a place it. of hate, you, absolutely, you, you've really got to bear that in mind. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you could turn around and watch comedians from ten years ago and go, "Oh, should you really be talking like?" It's like, yeah, come on though. Like, I could, I could come out and mention, "Oh, so I was driving in my car and my mum was killed by a car." It's like, right, yeah. oh, okay, that's like that's upsetting to you, but I wasn't talking about your mum. I was talking about yeah. the car you probably drove here in. So settle yeah. down. Uh, I, I can understand. Uh, I I don't like the idea of people getting offended on behalf of people. I think mm-hmm. isn't it? It's good that we give everyone their voice so they can speak and listen to equally. Absolutely. and that's great. That's great. But um, yeah, I I I totally. Yeah, I don't like I don't like being dictated to because the thing is, the majority of us aren't assholes, and mm-hmm. we can we're we're able to actually adjust our our thinking pr- pretty easy. You know, yeah. um, and uh, that's always been my take on it.
0: And I and I also think that the more the more you sort of push people that you must do this and you must do that, the more people will push back. And and surely that's the polar opposite of what you want from being politically from being politically correct. Surely you want yeah. everyone to be treated exactly the same. That's surely that's the ideal. Yeah. Treat we're, everyone the I- ideal the same. We're
1: we're giving a voice to the wrong people if we're, you mm. know, if the if it pushes back. Why about let's let's lift everyone up? Yeah. Um, so everyone's got an equal voice and not Definitely. push people down I think uh, yeah, that's where yeah. we go don't get me wrong if your mate's down the pub saying some inappropriate things about racism or sex and what have you then of course you you will adjust that he will Absolutely. know about it pretty well because you know it's like I'm not cool you saying that but um, yeah it's always been my my big belief and all that like uh, we'll weed out the dickheads let's put it this way we'll weed out the dickheads
0: ourselves <laughs> nice right enough of that next one joe hicks what is your favorite bike or biker related joke to both of you wow oh, jesus wow i do you know that's interesting. Related
1: joke? That's a great question i don't know if i've really got a biker related joke i'm trying to think mm. i must have a story or something somewhere um um do you know, I don't, think I've got a biker, I don't think I've got a biker-related joke. Doesn't tend kind to of be something... He's be- probably like a, a really old-school one or something. Like, oh, what did the biker... What did the Irish biker, the Scottish biker... You know, there's probably like one of their... Somewhere. I, gotta, gotta, I just have a feeling I should... Have a I can't think
0: those. of a single one.
1: Mine, mine would probably be tattoo related because um, I'm covered with tattoos. I've got a friend called Eggy who's a biker, and I met him for the first time when I was getting my when I was getting a tattoo. Um, and he came in and he was talking to the guy who was tattooing me. He went, oh, Billy does a does a show about tattoos. Show him yours. And what he had was, had he had a, a, a dragon tattooed up the shaft of his cock. Right now, the thing is. <laughs> with little claws hanging onto the testicles which is weird, right? But the thing you need to know about Iggy is clearly I wasn't his cup of tea because I wasn't saying it like angry or anything it just kind of flopped there at me like, like a Jim Henson puppet go wrong and I remember him going he clearly saw I wasn't too impressed and he was like so what do you think about it and give it a wee shake and I'm like don't fucking shake it at me <laughs> like a fucking melted baddie from Robocop or something just jiggling it at me it's, <laughs> That's uh, I always think of that with biking uh, any biker related stuff comes up. I always imagine Eggie taking off with his helmet on, no he didn't even take his fucking helmet off indoors he's got his old uh, boy out he's got his dick out, no problem, <laughs> zip, there it is what do you think of my tattoo son <laughs> not a lot mate,
0: not a lot to be honest you tickle him not it a becomes lot. a giraffe yeah Yeah. exactly well, <laughs> to day, um, what,
1: what possessed him? must have liked Game of Thrones, I never asked him
0: I mean, it's like as a tattooist, I wonder how often stuff like that happens. Like people come in wanting certain private parts of their anatomy to be tattooed. I've seen a couple. Like I, I have seen, i have seen a couple of dickheads. Oh,
1: yeah. I'm not going. I'm not going to for them or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think I'm like, what circles do you hang around it? Yeah, don't, don't think I'm like jumping out of hedges and like taking a picture, <laughs> clipping them, and releasing them into the wild. not no doing anything <laughs> like that. Uh, it's a guy, boy that had a lightsaber tattooed off his up his knob, and all I could think of was, you know, he's made the noise at least <laughs> once, right? You know, you know he's walked around the bedroom going, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> Watch yourself, sweetheart. I am your father. You know, he's got all the chat. <laughs> He's got all the chat This is I, you, I, isn't
0: it? It's you, isn't it? <laughs> it's me. It's, I've got it right here.
1: No, um, uh, Obi Wan Kenobi or whatever. Um, he. Uh, um, so yeah, it, it's a it's a special type of cat that gets a. Uh, um, it's a special wow, type yeah. of cat that gets a penis tattoo. Oh
0: Jesus! Right, next I don't
1: know if we went down that path.
0: If <laughs> no, if you'll, if you'll oh. pardon the expression. <laughs> um, next one, Martin Yoxall. What's the best heckle you've had? Well, me, personally.
1: He
0: He's got another part of you. He says, I was going to try and tell an amputee joke, but I'm stumped. Martin Yay. Martin lost his leg in a bike accident. <laughs> Good on him. Right. Good on him. Best heckle.
1: Uh, man, me personally, I don't tend to get heckled very much because I go quite fast as well. And I think when you are a bit of a motor mouth, people are like, "Ah, I might not bother. He seems a bit confident and he seems a bit mouthy. He'll probably have a go at me back. And it's like, I probably will. Um, <laughs> but you know, the thing is, this is the myth about heckling man. Most times, people aren't there to be an arsehole. They think they're being a part of the show. You're not being a part of the show. You wouldn't like, you wouldn't go around to someone's house and dance in front of their telly while they're trying to watch a film. You know what I mean? It's like, and <laughs> if you're heckling at a comedy show, you're kind of doing the same thing, to be Aye. honest. Um, so most people don't, it doesn't tend to come from a bad place. They and, and sometimes, hey, it can be really fun if somebody does shout something out and, you know, it does become a part of the show. In terms of someone going, you're fucking shit or whatever. I don't think I've ever really had that. Um, um Maybe like once really early on and the, and the audience I didn't even say anything The audience turned on him Yeah, oh, <laughs> they? you know, they're like Oh, fuck off He's fucking good. like, it's like <laughs> I like, the room there Dickhead, never mind And that, I think that's literally All I said I shred the room here Dickhead <laughs> Don't worry, he, He's actually sitting there Thinking it's a karaoke And wondering why I'm no singing <laughs> uh, Must have felt like a knob end uh, I think What's I the- actually I actually Go think on. what I said was uh, um, thanks for ruining the flow of the show like a bad tampon uh, which is, <laughs> is crazy. it's quite harsh but it is um, I think the worst heckle I've ever seen happened I was just at, the way to say it, yeah. it happened at a kids show <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, well, uh, no, two, th- actually two, two, two. First of all, there's a, a comedian who I absolutely love to bits. Uh, I won't say his name because I think that would be a shame. It's a one night incident. He was, uh, he was opening a show. There was the comp had brought him on done a really good job. I was the comp here, So there it is. <laughs> um, and he came on. Now this guy is a, for me is a, a knocks it out of the park. This is a, a, a killer. He, this guy's a, a killer. He will destroy audiences. He's brilliant. Um, but in this night just didn't work Don't ask me why oh. This happened Just didn't work And I remember him being uh Five, six minutes into it And I'm going I've lost you But I'm going to get you back And this woman Leant forward from a baby Two rows back And went Is this your first time? Oh. Now He'd been going About 15 years And <laughs> And I oh, no. I wanted it to be like In the line of duty I wanted to jump in way And go No <laughs> Because I could see the moment <laughs> when it was like, ah, oh, it it cut him. It cut him right to the core. Is this your first time? Oh, I just didn't know what to do. Uh, and then the next night he absolutely fucking killed it again. It was just oh, like no. gee, the worst thing I've ever seen at a kids' one is um there a kids' comedy club here in Glasgow, actually. And uh, uh um, the comedian that was on, she had been on two or three weeks in a row. Now as is un- quite unlikely, the same family had came back, so she was doing some material, and the 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 theme of it, the kind of role of it was blah 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 and then she said, "And you know what happened next?" And this wee hand shoots up and goes, oh, no. "Yes, yes, you told us two weeks ago." And it's like, <laughs> fuck, that's you fucked. That's you absolutely fucked." And then there's another comic called Jonathan Elliston that I remember he walked on maybe on stage thirty seconds. We care to the front row again. They won't just heckle. Kids don't mean it as heckling. They're just asking. Uh, a wee hand shoots up. And John goes, yeah, how can I help you? Why are you fat? Uh, and he goes, because I like a lot of food. Okay, that's fine. Uh, you could see the wee boy talking to his pals next to him. It's because he doesn't like It's because he likes food. It's because he likes food. That's the reason. That's the reason he's fat. All right, good, good, good. All right, we'll enjoy the rest of the show now. Just... Kids are just that's, in choir. That's them.
0: That's
1: them. he's completely, completely satisfied, and and kids' minds will go to a mental place. I did this thing called the imagination sandwich at kids shows, where it's like, right, I've got my sandwich. Everyone I love gets. Oh, you put... do kids shows as well. I, and, oh man, it's just so much fun, and 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 it's like, so I'm making a sandwich here, and uh, you all get to give me an ingredient to put in the sandwich. What is the ingredient? And you'll get all this weird stuff. And I always remember this one kid, Hitler. Oh, okay. <laughs> It's going to be an interesting car ride home That now. <laughs> no, I mean, it's one, of the, one of those wee kids that swallows at the wrong time of a sentence and makes it weird. You know, it's just like, hey, do you want to go out and play? What's the matter with you? What's the matter with
0: you? Those guys give me the fear. Those guys give me the fear. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Excuse me. You do, you're saying you do, the, is that the kids improv that you do as well?
1: Uh, I've never done improv for kids, but. Uh, oh, I thought I? you did that. I, I do a, a, I do improv comedy mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. With, with a bunch of different folk. Uh, but I never, no, I've never done it for kids, actually. Um, oh, I actually, thought you did, like, improv workshops for kids. Oh, right. I do do improv workshops for kids. So, <laughs> sorry. I, I, I don't do improv shows for kids.
0: Oh, but right, I do okay. improv
1: workshops for kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're great fun. They are amazing fun. When kids just engage, they'll just... Psh, yeah, they're yeah. away. They're away. It's, uh, it's a sense of play that we all need to still have. It's a sense Aye. of need to still have like it must like, be quite
0: liberating because like you said they, they just say the truth don't they so, a certain age anyway kids there's, yeah. there's no filter it's just both
1: out it comes Oof. there it is man I think it's great because I think maybe you lose it when you become a sardonic kind of teenager <laughs> but then it comes back man and it just it's amazing it's amazing I just love it I think it's great I think it's great awesome. We can all do it with that sense of place. even like Folk that take their kids To the soft play And I'm like Get on there Get on there And jump about the soft right. play With your kids Why are you else and like, No I'm going to sit here On my cup of tea It's like the fuck's the point In having kids Do you know what I mean But you worried You're going to fall over And hurt something That's a story That's a story That's why I was on the seesaw
0: <laughs> Takes us back To the takes seesaw it, Takes us back You see it's it still hurts
1: Still burns Still burns
0: get cream for that Um, (laughs) next one Roger White random as ever nicknames what's your worst and favourite nickname you've been called where Mm. they have uh, where have they originated from and why do you know Billy's a really shite one man
1: like you don't there's not a lot of nicknames for Billy at all (laughs) like I remember one year my mum got me like a ski jacket (laughs) which was like brightly coloured and I do remember like maybe a couple of decades in the class were trying to make Christmas tree Cause like it was brightly coloured like a Christmas tree, and even right. their pals were kind of like, nah, "That one's no stick. It's not gonna sit. That's no. That doesn't like." And like Billy, I remember Billy Bingo, and I was just like, "What?" <laughs> it's it like your mum probably likes Bingo, does she? It's like I don't know. <laughs> Alright, okay. <laughs> that's the end and, of that uh, yeah and, and like King Billy like I always remember like they would sing my mate Billy's was it my mate Billy's got a 10 foot willy and he showed it to the girl next door she thought it was a rake she thought it was a snake she hit it with the rake and now it's only 4 foot 4 and I always used to go so you're saying I've got a willy that's 4 foot long <laughs> like even, even ki- there's no always, a loser there is there yeah I, I don't think I've probably improved things to be honest
0: yeah. <laughs> Probably.
1: So no, not not really any nicknames I have to admit. Not really any that I know of anyway. I'm sure somebody probably calls me fucking Amoeba head or something like that. And I don't know, but and I can do that. I was that. gonna
0: say, to my knowledge, I don't have any nicknames myself from what I know. But I remember in my in my old job in the Old Bill, there were some cracking nicknames that people were called. Had, like Slinky is one of the best nicknames I've ever heard. Slinky, because right. you, you'll never tire of pushing them down the stairs. It's brilliant. Just brilliant. Loved it. That's funny. That's funny. That's funny. I shouldn't, I shouldn't oh. say that, but that's funny. It was. There was, uh, everyone in my old department will know this, but there was a guy that was called the blade because he wasn't the sharpest tool in the box. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's brilliant. funny. That's Genius. funny. Particularly if anyone else comes into class and they're like, what the fuck do you call him the blade for?
0: <laughs> you want to watch yourself, mate. Yeah. You want to watch Just yourself. Just hang on. You'll find out. <laughs> it.
1: You'll show it. Trust me, when he's up the back eating plaster scene, you'll figure it out. You'll figure
0: it out. <laughs> That's the sort of sense of humour I really like. A mess. Like the old bill, the sort of military rugby team, emergency services type humour. It's a little bit black. It's very cutting. It's just straight to the point. I I love that. I I do enjoy that. Some of the
1: situations you guys have to face... (laughs) <laughs> Particularly, yeah. I mean, in the in the police certainly, and in mm. the military, two great examples. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's a dealing mechanism, but in a very healthy. I, and I, I think in a very healthy way. Do you know I what think I mean? You have it's, to.
0: You you have uh, to. You have to let that out somehow, and you uh, either do it by totally. Like, I, Either breaking down and, and you know, at the end of the day, at the time, what you are you to anybody, if that happens, you know, if, if you can't help it, fair enough. But yeah. generally, you've got a job to do and you've got to maintain a, a certain persona to deal with relatives in public and everything like that. Completely. Or, Completely. you know, you, you just deal with it by humour, just dark, dark humour between you and your mates and and... Oh, I do miss but that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I will admit, these, like still jokes I have with friends now that was like, oh, this better
1: never get public, I'll tell you that. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> jokes I have my wife, it's like, if anyone, like, honest to God, if anyone ever picks this up on a mic, I'm done,
0: I'm done, pack up yeah. the
1: kids, we have to leave the country. <laughs> yeah,
0: I've, I've made the mistake of, like, certain things that have happened in the old job that that we rolled about on the floor laughing at at the time yeah. just because of the situation. it is. you try you try and tell someone that's not connected with, with that environment about it, and they look at you in abject horror, and you're like, Yeah, okay, I can see how maybe this would look bad. <laughs> <laughs> but at the time, it was funny.
1: Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, exactly.
1: Like I've, I've, I, like, I've told this, I mean, I've noticed, <clears throat> I've, I mean, I cut the legs of a horse once, right? And I tell you, no audience has found us funny yet. Yeah. <laughs> no audience has found us
0: funny yet. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Swear to God, the horse was dead, right? This is important that people know this. The horse was dead and I did not kill the horse. Like, I was not involved in the killing of the horse. It was like Black Beauty trotting down the, far, the oh, field. Oh, fuck. Right, I'll tell you quickly, right? Here's what happened. Right, First of all, a pal of, mine, pal of mine works on a farm. They were laughing. They must have been laughing at me because what they've done is they backed the stupid idiots. Is, uh, the, the young guys that worked on the farm backed the horse into a horse box. The horse was not well. I don't know. It might have been a bad horse. I've no idea. It might have been a horrible, horrible <laughs> horse. Any day's taxis. One also, right? So they backed him into the. They backed him into the horse box to give him for the vet to give him an injection. But mm-hmm. what happened was, is he fell in a certain way that basically his legs got stuck like a spider, and none of them could. Go, but they had to get him out. They like, he had to come out. So the the only way they could come up with an idea was to cut the ho- legs off the horse. And I, I, I volunteered way earlier than I should have because I'm sure anyone trying to i have cutting the legs of a horse and I've got a lovely oh coffee table <laughs> 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 a lovely coffee oh. table a bit, a bit high um, but uh, <laughs> i am yet to make an audience laugh at that but I, <laughs>
0: I'm thinking, That's, geez, you're going to struggle with that one.
1: Yeah, it's like, honestly, God, people are like, dead horse? Did you kill the horse? I did not kill the horse. I'm not involved. And they were laughing, man. They thought, fucking yes. We didn't have to cut the legs out of a horse. This fucking idiot from off the island is going to do it. <laughs> i tell you what when I went back and visited my mate the next year it, it was, the experience was missing something I'll say like that. <laughs> only there was another horse to cut his legs off.
0: I was going to say did everyone remember ah that's the geezer that's him that's the guy that's now. The... Watch, watch him watch, watch him,
1: him. <laughs> 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 cut the legs off your horse <laughs> just cut your legs off dog away from him <laughs> I, like I'm just going in. should have started with something wee but went, my, went straight for horse I mean Premier League. I am Premier Leaguer
0: Right, we'll draw a discreet veil over that. Thank you. <laughs> um, next one, Pete English. Ah, right. Pete has a little bit of a reputation for his questions on here. Right. First one. Hi guys. Hope you're both fit and well. Question What perks did you have growing up because of your parents' job? And what joke do you wish you had written?
1: Oh man, right. Okay. Mm. Uh they're great questions. Um let me think. Perks. Now, my my dad had loads of different jobs. He was a fencer. I don't, I mean, he put up fences. I don't mean he fucked about with a sword and a cavalier. <laughs> uh, just in case everyone's wondering, what offensive? West Coast is, what are you talking uh, yeah, about? Yeah, that would stand out a wee bit in Ayrshire. Wouldn't, it? Like, wouldn't it just, <laughs> wouldn't <it> just? Just <laughs> this full blown cavalier walking down with his, <laughs> his, his sash. Um, so, uh, but he also worked at a fire station. I don't know. I tend to, to put, I mean, no, we never really got perks. Like, I mean, it's still cleaning fluid uh, and like you know the floor buffers you know the floor I, buffers used to get like I, if you brought home the middle of them my mum would use it as a scouring pad like you know they'd be like a donut <laughs> or a giant pad you'd, put. you'd bring them home but that's not really much for us to play with um, but you had so clean pans exactly that's about it really and The lovely house, floor now it smelt like a fire station so all ash and and uh, uh, so it's you no, know, my my mum. Uh, um, she'd been a cook. She'd been a nanny. So I guess the benefits of that was she had she had loads of jobs and loads of connections in my mum. Um, but um, she retired quite early because she had a bad had a bad leg. She had a polio when she was a kid, and it oh, never man. really stopped her. Never stopped her working. I mean, she worked right up until she she passed away when she was sixty. Uh, right. But she couldn't really have a job for a length of time, so to speak. Like she wasn't going to be a cleaner for thirty years. She had mm. to be a cleaner for like six months and then do another job, which was six months, just because you just lose benefits and you're always, hey, I'm not saying that we are perfect. and I'm sure she did a bunch of cash in hands jobs. <laughs> hey, listen, kept food on the table. That's all I've got to say. Absolutely. Keep food on the table. You do what you got to um, do, don't you? You got to do what you got to do. Um, so, um, but she worked, at, she volunteered at um, Red Cross, a Red Cross charity shop. So, I want to give everyone the idea of how it was money-wise in our house. Um, I wore a lot of second-hand clothes, but can I just say I had the best of gear. I had the best of stuff, right? I mean, we had a new, we had a double bed, a new double bed every other weekend. You know what I mean? If it came into the <laughs> shop, Migret got first hands on it, so I had the <laughs> best of gear. Don't get me wrong; some of it was the best of gear from the 70s but I bloody had it man and I rocked it like then I was probably the only guy in 1992 to be wearing flares but I tell you this now just ahead of the curve just so. ahead of the curve man we're all coming back see by night like a style icon Billy Kirkwood over here hello do you like my new Kappa tracksuit? um you know uh, somebody's been buried in it and I've got it so um I had the best, to get. that's probably the only perk I've got to say. Nice food. Nice food we always had like uh, the great bakers stuff like that. My mum would win awards for her cooking. So, uh oh, wow. whatever no matter what was in the cupboard, no matter how little or how poor we were, we always ate well. So, um that was probably the the main perk. Favorite joke I thought I'd ever I, ever written. Oh, goodness me. That's terrible because I should uh, I should know I should know them off by heart, shouldn't I? Should know them off by heart. What's ones that makes me? I'm trying to think. Oh, it's not a joke. Is that a joke? It is a joke, kind of. Um, so there's a there's a there's a comic called Carrie Marks. Carrie's an extremely funny man. Don't know him very well, but it's a joke that springs to mind. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, <laughs> these, I remember doing a festival together, and he did walk out and say, "Listen." some bad word well, because it was a family affair. And he went, There's some bad words we've been told not to say. Like one that particularly begins with F. And I won't say it because there's kids in. I'll just replace it with cunt. <laughs> 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 and the reaction it got, I mean, standing ovation. Standing an ovation. And I was like. Motherfucker, I wish I'd thought of that Motherfucker, I wish I had the balls The balls to do that Like took the risk and it, and it happened That's probably one of my, my favourite ever routines There's a comedian Brilliant. called uh, Paul Curry Who's kind of like somewhere between Steve Martin back in the day when he did all the kind of Gimmicky stuff And um, uh, Dave Allen He's got kind of Dave right. Allen thing going as well He does mm. just the most great Ridiculous things You could ever think On stage It's And and you I can't even describe it How funny it is But you'll like Do stuff like Oh god man He does this whole thing Where he like He puts like <laughs> He puts like this cover Down by his By his midsection And you see him Pulling his trousers down And then he puts The microphone down there And he plays a bit of music And it's just a sound Of slapping And it makes it say, Makes it look like He's using his dick To make like The, the metronome noise And it's like Fuck I always love the two minutes Of people going what the fuck is he doing? And then when the punchline just hits, just that that kind of stuff's probably my my, my favourite ever. Uh, but if I were to go from a routine with someone I know, I think um, Robin Williams... Uh, one about golf from a uh, uh, weapon of mass destruction tour that he did it's mm. a Robin Williams live on Broadway he does a five minute set about how Scotsman invented golf and yeah, I I've m- seen that yeah and how it must have been a piss take on the rest of the world it's yeah. uh, five minutes and it's perfect I'm not saying it because <laughs> I'm a Scot I'm saying it because it's perfect because it just Builds and builds and yeah. builds, and it's just it's how perfect. they invented
0: golf, isn't it? He's pissed. He's yeah, yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And then it's like, well, what will we do? Will we make it a big hole? Like, and we, uh, and no! then we're gonna have a wee hole to get you. Well, there'll be like a couple of holes there, like in pull. No, it's just one wee one, half a mile away, and there's a wee flag just to give you hope. <laughs> like, I don't even like golf, but it's the perfect. It's the absolute perfect set. It's the absolute yeah, perfect set.
0: Awesome. Uh, when you were chatting there, when you, right at the start, when you said about, you know, he, he uh, replaced the F word with the C word, yeah. I, straight away, I just thought in my head, Frankie Boyle, that's sort of Frank, a Frankie Boyle sort of sketch, isn't it? Yeah. And when you were speaking about Frankie Boyle earlier, what popped into my head was was how people... People see Frankie Boyle on like Nevermind the Buzzcocks or something and they think, Oh, this is Frankie Boyle. And then you watch his live show <laughs> where it's ah. where it's like gloves off. Let's oh, go definitely. for it. <laughs> you can see some people like Oh my god!
1: <laughs> yeah, the, these guys like Frankie and and Tom Stade, um, who are just in- incredibly funny like that. Frankie in particular, mm. it's like, uh just like I've I've been very lucky to support Frankie a couple of times, and uh, it's it's so funny how people turn up to be, <laughs> people turn up because they want to hear what he's going to say next, and people who yeah. don't like him turn up because they want to hear what he's going to say next. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's just, inevitably, somebody will be offended, and it's like, what did you think was yeah. going to happen? Why like, did you go to that show? You, yeah. you bought a <laughs> ticket. You must have, like, you sell out fast. You must have bought this ticket, waited in the queue. <laughs> to buy this ticket uh, stuff like that man I think is just so manic uh, but I uh, oh I absolutely love uh, um, uh, Frankie's stuff to, to bits sorry that's the, the dog going again i sorry mine hang will on. probably
0: start in a minute too hang
1: on I'll just double check are you still in Heather? one second I've got to go and answer <laughs> the door my life's no <laughs> <Excuse me. laughs>
0: <laughs> bear with us folks bear with us it's like having your own one man com- comedy act going on here isn't it brilliant <laughs> and oh, we're back in the room
1: we ordered a headboard I forgot about it because uh, I pure broke the last one because I'm a oh, yeah. <laughs> we
0: we're your four foot willy
1: I'm a four foot willy man poor lady <laughs> poor woman that's all I've got to say <laughs> I'm like listen when I when I get an erection my leg goes dead so it's like we need <laughs> we get this done new hen for the pins and needles <laughs>
0: <laughs> because you can oh. you're on time you're on time brilliant <laughs> Right, next one. Davy Stewart, do you think Jack Jester models himself on a younger version of you? Now, I saw this earlier and I thought, <laughs> I've got to Google it. I Googled it and he does look like you. Well,
1: uh, I, I don't know. Uh, we, it does come up a lot. Uh, I probably, I think I'm definitely better looking uh, in all fairness. Obviously. And uh, and my beard colour is mostly natural, so I'll say that much. Uh, uh, no, I, 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 Jester's a good mate of mine. Yeah, uh, yeah, we could be related. It could be with my dad. I have no idea. I don't even know how old Jester is. He could be anywhere between 25 and 55 at this rate. He's just, he's just got that look about him. That guy that cuts about the pub with his skinny, ripped jeans and the bandana around his neck, you know. Um, uh, I don't know. The answer is that let's say yes. Let's say yes. Let's say yes. Where did the connection with the wrestling come from? I love wrestling. Um, mm. I I have loved wrestling since I was a young guy. Even after this, I'm doing wrestling commentary on the on the show we work on. um I've loved wrestling since I was very very young. I uh, used to watch it with my mum. Yes, I am just old enough to remember the tail end of British wrestling on the TV ending,
0: with Big Daddy, and all that. Yeah. yeah,
1: and finding American wrestling. And don't get me wrong, I did go like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" You know, um with <laughs> WWF or WWE when it all kind of exploded here in 1992. Um, yeah. And that that's it really. It's uh, um, these, these parallels between comedy and wrestling in terms of how people perform and um, and it just it, it happened because uh, there's this promotion in Glasgow called Insane Championship Wrestling we broadcast all around the world um, I had friends that worked for them and they were looking for a commentator and my name came up and I got the gig and that was that really and uh, that, that's that been the connection and I've worked for WWE doing stuff and um, I just like wrestling. I like talking about wrestling. Uh, I could, I could, like, I'm. I know for a fact that I'm, like I said, I'm going to do commentary on a show after this. I know the guy that I do commentary with. despite the fact, we'll then have to do an hour and a half's worth of wrestling commentary. We'll spend thirty minutes just talking about wrestling before we mm. even started, because uh, I'm just such a, I'm just such a wuss in that way. Um, but uh, no, I love it. It's, a, it's a parallel of pop culture. It's been with me my entire life. My kids mm. show a vague interest in it, which is hopeful. Because i love it if kids <laughs> and, and you know the fact that it's constantly changing man It's like It's kind of like oh, I don't mean any disrespect to football or anything But it's never interested me never, Football's never really interested me I like mm-hmm. my rugby I like my ice hockey I like people, I like big boys getting hit That's what I like <laughs> uh, Maybe there's something sexual in there I never thought about that um, But uh, um, that, that's where it comes from for me It's an element of physical storytelling It's a real life action mm-hmm. movie but not his there's yeah, music yeah. and there's, there's music and there's women and there's athletes and there's stories and there's it's it's like when you get people go a little oh, bit wrestling it's fake isn't it and it goes oh, just so you know Bruce Willis doesn't he really jump off the top of a, a building and die hard just so you know that just so you know that um so and it normally shuts down
0: like Joe Joe Rogan obviously he's always going on about jujitsu and stuff but he yeah. he says himself he says wrestlers are some of the uh, most uh, what's the word he used like the epitome of of an athlete for him yeah. he says is 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 a wrestler because yeah. he said that the levels of fitness and the workouts that they do and what they put their bodies through you know you, you can't beat that
1: yeah it's it's something that i i, I really have um and I think they can read that. I think that's why I was kind of welcomed into that world. Cause I have respect for that. Um, mm. Maybe it came from the rugby background. I, I don't know, but it, it's, it's one of those things that people go, I oh, wouldn't well, really falling, are they? Do you know how to fall? And it's like, Aye. if you can throw yourself at the ground and it not hurt, I have got yeah. a thousand wrestlers across the planet that would really like to talk to you. Um, yeah. Because it is like the cardio, they need to go full tilt for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And, and they've all got different styles, don't get me wrong, but yeah, the physical toll it takes. I've seen people do things in front of me and I've oh, I've grabbed my head. It's uh, how can you adjust your brain to go, I am willingly going to do this. I am giving up my body to another person. You know, I talk about doing mm. improv and what have you, and I've got to open myself up to suggestions because this isn't planned, but we've got to work together. Man, like, I don't know how they do it. I really don't know how they do it. So Joe is absolutely right. Um, the the toll it takes, and it is like, it, it does take a toll. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you're taking, you're even as careful in the athletes as they are now. You've only got to look at the older generation of athletes and see what it's All done right. to them. And even though it might yeah. equate to not being in that same parallel, yeah, it's, it's, it's a big risk. It's a high risk, but the rewards are... I guess you go down in history. So I, I, I'll never understand that man. I'll, I'll never be jumping off the top of a cage onto someone. But I will cheer on and I will help in every which way I can the man or woman that decides to do that. It's um, yeah, yeah. Such respect for them. And uh, I, don't get me wrong. I've, I, I've, I've seen my mates, my friends do mad things, and that's hard. That's quite hard to watch, you know. Uh, but uh, God bless them. Bless them for it. Bless them for it.
0: Good on you. Next one, Stuart Bailey. Looking back over your life so far, what's your mm-hmm. most embarrassing moment? Is it a seesaw? It's a seesaw. That's the most. That's uh, the
1: most. Yeah, because like that's the lowest.
0: <laughs> Set the scene for us, Billy. Where Wait, was this?
1: This was at my back door. At a six-year-old right. party last week. This isn't like your own house. Your own garden. What house? I, came down with, I was. Admittedly, I was. Oh well. But you see, when you're laughing at yourself, but it's the picture of yourself, even that's humiliating. You're like,
0: you fucking oh, turncoat. I
1: thought we were in this together.
0: <laughs> your audio's <laughs> no. gone a wee bit funny. Oh, sorry. I beg your pardon. That any better? No, you, you sound a bit like Metal Mickey.
1: <laughs> oh, Jesus. I don't know what's happened. Hang on a second. Did I bump something? <laughs> um, let me try something quick. No worries. Um, and oh thing. I'm going to try that um,
0: let's have a wee look here that sounded better
1: hang on one sec there we go how's that
0: much better Bosh
1: back right. in the room uh- I basically, I, I turned coat on myself. I turned coat on myself. Just like, yeah, that's that's probably, it's probably up there, but man, if you can't laugh at those moments. Like, I'm, hey, look, I always I always get it. I was like, this is going to make a great story. This is going to make a great story. <laughs> and you know something? It's a pretty much killer bit because everyone I've told to has laughed. <laughs> Everyone is, because I think deep down everyone's had that experience. I think deep down everyone's had an experience like that. So
0: I think, I think any bloke, any bloke that says they've not shot themselves at some point in their you're adult life, you're a fucking
1: liar. You're a I fucking
0: liar.
1: <laughs> I would scream that at the Pope. Oh, I've had the Pope. I've never shot myself. You're a fucking liar, Your Holiness.
0: How <laughs> dare you? Oh man. Wow, that's definitely going in the trailer. Right, uh, next one. Amish (laughs) rider.
1: (laughs) Billy, bike
0: trip with Bruce anywhere in the world. Where do you want to go? And the follow-up, Bruce, where would you take him?
1: Oh, well, I've got to say um, we've got to do the Highland 500.
0: Oh, it's beautiful. Beautiful. You've got to gorgeous. do the Highland
1: 500. I mean, uh, driving in a car, that's gorgeous. But a bike, come on. Yeah. That's going to have to be beautiful. Um, that would probably be for me. Anywhere in the world, though, uh, man. I mean, Florida's gorgeous. New Orleans. I think uh, uh, these areas of America I love. Uh, I would love to see between. Um, I mean, everyone says Route 66, don't they? Everyone says that, but well, it's not really, mm. not really yeah. much of an appeal to me. Do you know, I think yeah. if I could do anywhere, maybe a ride around New Zealand. If it wasn't the Highland oh, wow. 500, yeah, yeah. yeah, a ride around New Zealand. I've got specific tastes, I think you can see. I've got uh, <laughs> um but a ride around New Zealand would be pretty fucking amazing, I think.
0: Yeah, I've never been to New Zealand. I've got I've got an uncle that emigrated out there about thirty odd years ago and he's he's always saying, Come out, come out and oh, see us. Oh, my br-
1: <laughs> my brother lives there and uh, we're heartbroken with what's going on in the world because obviously we, mm. we can't get out to see him just now. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. hopefully that'll change soon. Hopefully that'll that'll change That's probably one of the first trips we'll be We'll be booking in as soon as we can.
0: I, I've got a challenge for you then. If you were to come with me, where would I take you? Here's a challenge. It's not so much for the riding, in Russia, because I'd love to see you deal with a Russian audience. Man. They, are, they are great fun. Russians are great fun.
1: Well, because of the way Russia is, I don't even know if I'd be able to do like any of
0: my... <laughs> anything, anything.
1: I don't know. Do you know, I, I have met a Russian comedian. Have I met a Russian comedian? I don't think there's a lot that I've Had done any business outside of Russia Like really, like genuinely Germans, Dutch uh, South African Like I I really Nope, I cannot think of any Russian comedians I genuinely can't think of any Russian comedians There must
0: be some there must well there has to be like there are funny people when I when I was on the, my trip and going through Russia and I was meeting normal Russian people and staying with them that you know the ones that could speak English I was in stitches they got they've got a similar sense of humour to to us yeah you know they're, they're quite self deprecating they're very sharp <clears throat> but it's just we're Russians they're quite they're quite hard to deal with when you first meet them because they're 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 just like a brick wall you know they, yeah they don't give anything up for the first few minutes till they've decided if they like you or not if they don't like you they just they just they just go they're not bothered but if they do they literally open their life to you no problem I'd
1: wear the kilt I'd wear the kilt let them know I'm not a prick I'd let them know I'm not a prick I'd wear the kilt (laughs) I've done a gig in a prison and that's kind of the similar way (laughs) what one? it uh, it was Berlinny Oh, uh, I nice. uh, Berlini and um, but what I knew was um, you make fun of the screws and the sex offenders. That's uh, the best way to get a big laugh.
0: <laughs> everyone will love you then. Yeah,
1: <laughs> everyone will love you. Just have a go at the screws. This guy, boys, are genius. I think they were disappointed because on the back they saw my long hair and I think they thought there was a girl in. They were like fucking yes. And then I turned around and was like, well, oh, fuck. And I thought, it uh, oh, will do anyway. <laughs> yeah, so I'll, I'll get I'll get what I need done over this boy later on. That um, was probably the closest thing to a girl. But uh, yeah, that's what I'd probably do. That'd be exciting to do, Russia. Terrifying, terrifying. It's a great
0: place. You ever get the opportunity, go and go outside of Moscow. Like Moscow's beautiful, and it's 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 an iconic place, but it's not real Russia. You like, you need to head east. It's stunning. Anyway, um, Amish Amish Ryder's got another one. Can you both say "purple burglar"? uh, Do you you get asked to say this? "Purple burglar alarm." You
1: fucking racist, uh, Amish. (laughs) Fucking! How dare you? I know exactly what you're doing. It's like uh, um, it's like burger. You got to say burger yeah. as well. and mother. burger. He's yeah. burger hell. Purple yeah. burglar alarm. Uh, yeah. Hey, let me get us. Sorry, Amish. I don't really believe you're a racist. Uh, um, uh, I don't know. I no, he I is. I know him. Uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> it's fair enough. He's not. He's not. Purple burglar alarm. Yeah. How was that? Is that all right? That's I feel like, putting, feel like I'm putting too much purple burglar alarm. <laughs> Can't even put those two ones together. I'm the same. They used I to can, get me
0: doing it. I used I to work s- with Amish at work in the old belt. So <laughs> oh, there
1: you go. Just saying, hey, check out the Scottish boy trying to speak. Try your
0: face. I remember I I, got, I used to work in Peckham, Southeast London, and I got called back to the Nick one time when I was in my probation. And the the custody skipper, he was like, right, Bruce, sells like, cell six. What's he in for? And I looked, and I was like, murder, Sarge. And he was like, excellent, go off you go. <laughs> he just wanted me to say he's in for murder. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> My, that was uh, a... double,
1: double murder, sir. Excellent, up the road. That's all I needed. <laughs> Come my wee fix. Here's some shortbread <laughs> up the road, son. I'm, not taking it. The, I'm, I'm taking the shortbread, sir. Don't you worry.
0: <laughs> Take a bottle of ginger and do what? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how are you for time? Are you all right for time?
1: I'm probably going to have to finish up in the next couple of uh, five minutes, if that's all cool. right, mate. If that's all no right. No worries.
0: Right, we'll just, uh, we'll fire through. There's still loads just on Patreon. So we'll we'll crack oh, off I'll... a couple... Wait, we'll crack off. If we'll do a couple of questions. I want to end the, the show, I'm,
1: I'm going that. <laughs>
0: Just don't get too excited. There's I've no. I've got my
1: and it's going to be hard to get <laughs> in. <laughs>
0: um, right, uh, Paul Creasy, Hope you're both well. Question: Have you ever been caught out stealing someone else's material whilst on a gig?
1: <sighs> no, no, not really. I couldn't remember it. I, like, like earlier on, you tried. You asked me. Yeah. What was my favorite joke? I can't. I can't think yeah, of any. Yeah. Uh, no, I think you subconsciously you might get people using lines that are similar. But you know something? There's only here's the big thing. Here's me taking you into the dark side of comedy. There's only three jokes in the entire world. They just they're all told different. They're just all told slightly different. So uh, that would be it. No, I couldn't. I couldn't remember. I wish I could. again. If I
0: could, I'd probably be doing better than I'm doing now. So there you go. There you go. Right. Next one. Ben Craven. What would you do with a thousand balloons? What would they do with a thousand balloons? Yeah.
1: Um well, I'm gonna delay my wife on the way to school. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that car's gonna be stuffed full of them. I to get a thousand balloons in her car. I'm going to oh, put them...
0: my, my my mind was racing thinking. All oh, wow, right, what are you gonna do with it? I'm not <laughs> gonna
1: I'm not gonna fire them up, Orfani. I mean, they just
0: <laughs> I haven't seen those videos. Wow. they just
1: they just rattle about in there. No, the thing is it's Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> it's her birthday that's a line that's a line uh, I would probably say oh, yeah, I'd do that I just I, I, my wife would come out and I would just have did, like the kitchen would be full the car would be full uh, <laughs> even like a bag like she'd think she'd got away with it and then she'd open up her bag at work and boof, balloons would come fire in her <laughs> fucking arsehole her <laughs> sandwiches they'd be, they'd be they'd be burst balloons in her sandwiches green ones so she thinks it's the lettuce just take a fucking mess with her.
0: My mind's got just gone back into into the old build days again, and what used to happen it change over between the shifts, you know, so like you know your day shift to swap with the night shift, and you you'd pass the car over to the next shift. Right. People used to go in and get you know like the staple, the uh, hole punch, all the, the the bits of paper out the hole punch, and they they would oh, yeah. be they'd put straight into the air vents in the cars where they Air conditioning turned up full, so when the new shift got in, there's always a 999 call to take straight out the gates. So you'd whack the button, put the sirens on, off you'd go, and as soon as you know, as soon as you go out, the air just woof, get covered in all this hole punch stuff. <laughs> the last question, last one, Let's have it. This one uh, we'll do. Grant laid laws. The last one. Uh, how you doing, Billy? If you had one last night to go out on the lash, do you choose Edinburgh or Glasgow, and why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. how to ostracise someone.
1: Yeah, basta. Um, <laughs> now, I'm going to say Edinburgh, but here's why.
0: Right. Here's why?
1: Here's why. More people will know me in Glasgow, so <laughs> I can... I can have more fun in Edinburgh Just causing
0: trouble <laughs> <laughs> What's Glasgow like for a night out? Because it was all students when I was there I was brilliant a student night
1: out. at the time Brilliant though. night Well, I, can't, I mean, I can't speak of recently, of course But I, brilliant night out in Glasgow Fucking mean, It would be my preferred option, to be honest But if, I'm, if it's my last one If it's my last one ever And I'm going to go on <laughs> a high Like wreck a ghost tour And all that type of thing You know oh, what yeah. I mean? <laughs> then I'm, it's fucking Edinburgh I'm going to I'm going to destroy that place Do you know what I mean? And then jump on the train back to Glasgow and he'll go did anybody see that mental caveman arsehole that was kicking about this city terrorising folk you know running into the fudge shop and getting his dick out and all that <laughs> It was four foot It was four foot can you believe it just windmilled it the fudge um. So, um, that would probably be what I'd say. I say that as well because it's a spiritual home of the fringe and stuff like that. So, aye, you know, I aye, know all the nooks and crannies, want of the nooks and crannies. But if I was just going out and getting wasted, then get yourself to Glasgow. The, the drinks are cheaper. <laughs> well, the drinks are cheaper. If you don't want to pay Brilliant. eight pound for a pint of Whole Garden or something, then fucking go to Glasgow. Have yourself a awesome. good time. Have a good Billy, day.
0: thank you so much for coming on, man. I know you're tight for time, so I really appreciate you. It's uh, been you a blast. A I could
1: talk to you all day. I could Absolutely, talk to you Absolutely, mate. We've got day.
0: so many more questions. So another time. <laughs> we'll get you back for another one. I'd love that. I'd love that. Listen, thanks for having me. No bother. If if people um if people want to catch up with you, come to one of your shows, see what you're up to, what's the best way for people to follow?
1: Well, now's a good time to do it, I guess, because we're starting to announce shows again, which is mm-hmm. which is great great news. Uh, the diary could be always busy, so feel free to get in touch if you're looking for any private engagements. But the uh, best place is billykirkwoodcomedy.com. A brand new website I've just had built. Um, it's the best place to... Probably to find all my social media and find out what I'm up to. Uh, Give me a wee while to get up to speed because it's the first website I've ever a professional built it, and then he gave it to me, and I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) So (laughs) yeah, I'm I'm getting up to speed just now. But yeah, that'd be the best place to get in touch. Uh, I'll let you know everything I'm up to there, and uh, feel free to say
0: hi. Brilliant, fantastic, folks. I'll put all uh, Billy's links in the show notes and the vid description, everything like that. So make sure you check them out and give them a follow. Billy, thank you very much once again, mate. It's always a pleasure. I really enjoyed it. Been a delight. Thanks very much, man. Thanks very much. All right, bud. Take care of yourself. All right, folks, hope you've enjoyed this one. Hope it's put a smile on your face. Keep on doing your thing. Get on out there. Look after those that you love. But most importantly, live your life. woo Cheers, dude. Really appreciate Fantastic. it. man. Thank you very Fantastic. much for taking the time.
1: Sorry I couldn't hang on London.